Imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane! Break it down! right is going to champion me and the left is going to cancel me. I don't give a shit about either of them. Politics is a total sham. I'm not going on Fox News just like I'm not going to go on CNN. We are starting this episode with Bret Hart and Owen Hart. The Hart vs. Hart matchup? Yes! Hell yeah, I'm here for this. What a great... See, okay, so we started last episode, Stone Cold Mankind, and now they got this. This is like Hall of Fame... Just Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer starting. Yeah. Notice we didn't cling on to your quote. Not everyone needs an opinion. No. Nor do we care for everyone's opinion. No. We just say what we got to say. Yeah. Damn, this is really good. Shit. Damn. The blood orange yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving this sponsor. Well, we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, the sponsor. We'll just say ciao for now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, as we talked about our last episode, uh, 33. Yes, Uh, which would be episode 45, season four. But great raw attitude. Here we go. And we're starting off with Bret Hart, and he's going to just verse Owen Hart. Yeah, this has been, I mean, this is a lifetime in the making between the two of them. Sure. 30 30 years of experience against each other in this world. I don't know. And match was okay. Yeah. Do I? I, I, It was great technical wrestling. Let's not right, which let's... which I did, I did, I will, will agree. I was the holes, the, the counters, the you know, it was really impressive, and I do enjoy that for a while, but like not for the whole match, you know. Yes, I, I like, but that's the thing with the hearts is you have, you know, we we wonder what the, what's you know Owen Hart's finisher like he's the spinning heel kick and then he mm-hmm. also has a sharpshooter. Yeah, Brett's but the spinning finishes, heel kick usually leads into something else. But no, it's never it leads key. into a sharpshooter, which doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. But so I mean, their whole thing is that they're technical geniuses, and this is what they do, uh, which is great. And they came up earlier, and that's how it's done. And it is, I mean, you got to be good to be able to do the rest of the stuff. But the rest of the stuff is where you make your bread and butter. That, that technical stuff is kind of what builds up the uh, the rest of it, I guess. It's starting the, the story off right. Sure. And I will say in this match, though, it is good. There's not a lot of reusing the same stuff. Like, it, they yeah, all are showing. Cool like, like, yeah. you can, you they have get, an inventory of right, all these moves, and they're displaying them, yeah, which was and, and cool. You, and you because yeah, you can see guys like Goldberg or, I mean, even The Rock later on and uh, John Cena. Like, they do five moves. Correct. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do them well, but that's it. Yeah, Goldberg I mean, there was, there was a backbreaker Bret Hart did um, with his knee out that I thought was good. And they're just, you know. It's what you see now, like modern wrestling, um, AW specifically. Like some of these guys, they do moves that they never do throughout these matches. Just regular yeah, like matches. something's new every time. They keep it fresh for sure. We have, and I, I kind of want to piggyback on what you're saying. We're like, oh, how, how will Owen Hart win this match? Because there are a couple times where he does some pretty cool roll-ups, and they're like two and a half counts. Like, yeah. they're close. Yeah. Mark Merritt would be, uh, be very proud of those roll-ups. 
I would agree. They're they're looking good. Uh, but there is a spot, and this match goes on. It's probably about a seven or eight minute match, but it's good. A lot of back and forth. Literally 50-50 in this match. Uh, but Owen Hart goes for a uh, another roll-up, and Brett somehow moves this into a figure four roll-up. So he's starting to get this figure four off, and out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin with a chair. Yeah. <laughs> he just smashes the shit out of Bret Hart with it. Smashes the shit out of him with a chair, yeah. and then gives him like a probably 55, let's just say a full minute and a half. Yeah. Ass whooping. Yeah. Like hard ass whooping. Like he gave Brian Pillman. Yeah. This guy. And he, uh, then, then he goes with the chair to do like kind of the ankle breaking maneuver that he does. With and the they're ankle. calling this the Pillman. <laughs> yeah. Do you notice <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. They're like, he's going to Pillman him. And basically, if you don't know what that means, uh, it's basically where you take like where the chair is like halfway folded and you stick the leg in between the ass part and the lumbar part of the chair. And Stone Cold was going to jump off the turnbuckle onto the chair and hit it hard. And we have British Bulldog is now coming out. Right. So here we go. Here we got Owen Hart and Bulldog still both tag team champions. And what does Bulldog come out here for? Anyways, is he going to beat Bret Hart's yeah, ass? three on one is pretty unnecessary. But no, what he does is he's stepping in uh, in Bret's defense. Saying, like, what are you guys doing? Owen, he's your brother. You're going to break his leg like this? This is crazy. Yeah, he's just kind of telling him to, like, just chill out. Like, not really necessary. Chill, so, dude. Owen Hart. Chill, bro. Isn't really he's kind of beefing with Bulldog now. Yeah. And then, you know, then then Stone Cold gets in and then Owen Hart's pushing Stone Cold off to the side. Yeah, Stone Cold hits Brett a Bulldog and he's like, get the hell out of my way. He's yeah. trying to set it up again. Bulldog comes back, stops them again. Yeah. Shortly after that, Stone Cold just hits Bulldog with the chair. <laughs> he pulls it off of Bret Hart's leg and just hits Bulldog. But now Owen isn't about that either. So what do we got? This weird animosity yeah. love triangle, not yeah, love triangle, face, but triangle of it's heel face mixture of hatred. I guess this is, uh, yeah, it's more of like a beef triangle than a love triangle, you know. Sure, Which and I we have two of like triangle. the biggest heel heels, right? Owen Hart and British Bulldog, and then you have Stone Cold that's out healing them. Yeah, oh, well, he out heals everybody. That's his motto: out heal everybody. He's got a shirt that says "out heal everybody." I mean, this is the guy who broke into somebody's house. To beat them up and almost got shot. He he hit a guy with one of those red wagon cart like wagons. That was the worst part of it. Almost drowned a guy in a kiddie pool. That's correct. Was gonna give Methany a bump. Yeah, he was gonna. I mean, not the bump she wanted. No, (laughs) no. I I feel like I paused because we. Should I clear (laughs) the clear the air on that one? I'm glad that you did. It worked out. Next was a match I was not expecting. You know, Rob, this is our 34th episode, and we've done them all in this room here. And this is my first Not time. all of them. Oh, except for the one at AEW. You're mm-hmm. right. But this is my first time noticing your hear no evil, see no evil, say, speak no evil, rock'em, sock'em robots on the bottom shelf here. Oh, I'm all in on rock'em, sock'em. <laughs> I just don't know what the hell the ninja fighters or whatever yeah, the hell see, those are. Yeah, see, that's what I, I thought that we would have referenced that when we talked about that. It's rock'em, sock'em connection with their karate fighters. Uh, is there any significance there? No, but no. I'm also going to tell you this the first time I've noticed them, too. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not lying. 
There's stuff I find in this house that sees do amaze me. They could be haunted. I imagine they were. That's kind of what I looked. It was like, oh my god, yeah. they're either pumped about the It's like the these show. robots will kill you. We're like, oh shit, is there anything we could do? It's like, no. But we did make it a little easier on you. One of them can't talk. <laughs> the other one can't see. The other one can't hear but for shit. But when they work together. nineties wrestling fans too. So they don't want to kill us because they want to see, listen to this podcast. Once we get to the year 2000, yes. it might be over. We're going to have to keep describing what Sonny looks like to the one closing its eyes. Oh, he doesn't need to know. It'll only make him more angry. <laughs> Hands are stuck in my eyes. <laughs> Can't touch my robot dick. <laughs> Did we get into the next match or? <laughs> I just want, I mean, this is for the people who know Robert that listen to this podcast, a fair, only a, few, a fair few probably. It's just another little quirk of the house. You know, live, laugh, love, stay, stay blessed. It, 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 there's blessed. no, I will say there, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> there is no actual live, love, laugh. There is a level of basic that we just didn't reach, but we're 99% well, you there. Know, you're, you're, your wedding's coming up next year. Look for a Live, Laugh, Love poster. Look for all the mason jars at the tables, guys. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, costs a fortune. What am I doing? <laughs> Donate to the podcast, yeah. please. Donate to the wedding. Actually, any any dollar that I get on the podcast will go towards me not doing a wedding. All right. All yeah. Right. I like to hear that. I'm going to have like 15K from James Garrison. <laughs> <laughs> Or Katie, or, or Katie, or Katie, or both. Could be, yes. Anyways, we have uh, Freddie Joe Floyd versus whoever, who else but the Executioner? Yeah, this is in an actual match. The real match here match. on Monday Night Raw. Anything happened in the WWF? Oh, I heard that a couple yeah, times. Yeah. What did you think about it? I don't know. What I do think, you think, dude? I think uh, Freddie Joe Floyd is my favorite jobber. He always gets one or two good moves in. Yeah. And he's got really cool, like he does that cool kick thing, which he's landed a couple times. I'm how always... old, how old do you think he is? Like 38. And he comes in, he kind of like just comes in at random times. Not all the times, not full time. Kind of reminds me, looks, Probably 33. talent, um, status, all of just like a substitute teacher. Oh, absolutely. You know, like you don't hate him. He's, He's a fresh of breath air, right? He's not, you know, Mrs. What have you every day. Could be, could have bad days, could have good days. His name, his real name's Tracy Smothers. Tracy Smothers. Hmm. R.I.P.? He's only 58 now. Oh, shit. Or no, he died. Sorry. He oh, would have so been 58 now. Oh, he died in Evansville, Indiana in 2020, October 28th, which could have been from COVID. What was the year? 2020. Oh, shit, so recently. Yeah. yeah. Well, RIP to uh, Freddie Joe Floyd. Lymphoma, actually. Damn. Caused by COVID. Not really. Caused by COVID? I made up the COVID oh. part. I know you're sensitive to that. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> so yeah. how old was he? At 96, do the math. 96, he would have only been, so he'd be 58 now. Um, so he was 25, 33, 20, yeah, just like yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah. Impressive. I know. We don't, why, why do we look stuff up to be right? We're always right. It gives Klaus something to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, executioner. Week, by the way? 
Huh? Did you feed Klaus? Last yeah, okay. as soon as he left, yeah. I had to make sure because <laughs> I was pretty fucked up. <laughs> the executioner is uh, I uh, mm, yeah. potential maybe. He's a big guy. Did he do a German suplex? I don't think so. Probably it was not. just like clotheslines and a bunch of punch. Yeah, <laughs> punch. Can you punch? The thumb to the neck? Yeah, thumb to the neck was the finisher, though, for the win. <laughs> there was a thumb to the neck. This uh, this kind of match and this character kind of reminds you that you're not quite in the Attitude Era yet. You're still in the uh, old Vince just coming up with characters from history thing, like the Repo Man or yeah. the Gator Hunter or whoever like all those people were in the yeah. Call him the White Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, God. He's got to wear one on his head. <laughs> But he, another submission, kind of similar to the Mandible Claw, I guess. Uh, it puts you to sleep, the old thumb to the neck. <laughs> Not to be confused with the old thumb up the ass. Right. Some it's guys like that. Up. Some say that's going. the perfect amount that it should be in the ass. A thumb? Anything over the thumb is gay. Oh, so a thumb, thumb or less is not gay. Yes. Ah, did GB tell you that? Yes. Ah, okay. And then he whipped his penis out that was smaller than a thumb. And I'm like, well, if you this say not it's gay. not gay, right, right. right, I'll put it in my mouth. <laughs> you should say it's not flamboyant. Right. right. got to speak the words in the 90s. That's that's the real hard F word for yeah. um, for the gays. You're can you say the gays? The gays? I think the gays. I feel like you can't say the blacks. They don't like that. You can't say the blacks. Unless it's like a family name. Well, what can you say? Because can you say the gay? Well, you, I don't know. It all sounds hateful. Like when you say the gays, the Jews, the whites, it's just the something. It just just doesn't sound good. Because it's generalizing of people in just one word. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So let's just say white people or gay people or flamboyant guys. Yeah. The gays. Super flamboyant. Sorry I said that, guys. We have an HBK interview shortly after that, and he is at Jose Lothario's house, and Jose Lothario looks great. He looks fine. He's got kids jumping on his lap. Yeah. And he's supposed to be going to have surgery or something. I believe so, yes. Yeah. Getting a balloon in his heart or some some crazy shit like that, they say. From Doink the Clown. From Doink, yeah, Doink. (laughs) Yeah, he's putting a whole giraffe (laughs) in his heart. The size of a thumb, though. Yeah. 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 They want it to be gay. It's like, Dak, how big of a stint are you putting in me? <laughs> Nothing bigger than a thumb. <laughs> so this interview is quite long with Shawn Michaels. What are your, what's your take on it? Yeah, he's like angry in it, uh, you know, justifiably so. But he's also not as flamboyant as we remember. But he's really so, you know, we've seen his interviews. Coyote vibes. Yeah, <laughs> in coyote vibes. But this whole time we've seen his interviews and he's a face and he doesn't seem... He's just so cocky, you know, and it doesn't seem like he should be a face. And this kind of further emphasizes that. And he kind of says, like, uh, like basically no more Mr. Nice Guy. I'm going to I can play dirty with the best of them. Almost like we're, we're in Sid's promo last episode and he said more face things. Shawn Michaels promo this episode is a little more heelish. Yeah. And I don't know. That's definitely not intentional. I know that, like. HBK, when it comes to these matches and like the drama of it all, they put him in a spot to like be the hero, right? To be the good guy. But when these guys are going back and forth on the mic, like HBK is just showing his true colors that right. like he wasn't ever meant to be a face. Yeah. He was meant to be champion, 
Just not a face. Yeah, I mean, he could be a face, too, but he's just not the face that they're trying to make him. He Correct. He could be a cocky, cool face uh, who's just that much better than everybody, but not like this hero, come-from-behind kid who never had a shot, but really he's supposed to be this, I don't know, he's just a cocky, flamboyant guy. And he says one of his lines, I'm going to be more flamboyant than ever. Yeah, Which, what was up with that? I don't even know what that means. In this context. Did Vin say something about that, or he just said it? He said something about, are you going to still be the flyboy and risk taker? I'm going to take as many risks as I ever took. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to be as flamboyant as ever. But we do know he's getting a rematch eventually uh, with Sid uh, down the line. So. But Sid will be facing... Um, Bret Hart. Bret Hart. And when, so, 15th. Bret Hart, and correct me if I'm wrong here, three titles right now, right? What? He's He's been champion three times, Bret right? Hart? I don't, I'm not sure on that number. But I think this will be the fourth right. if he wins. But when was he guaranteed a spot? In the title match? Yeah. When he beat Stone Cold. They said oh, the winner of that's that right. Would get, okay. Yeah. We get a title match. So. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, shortly after. Uh, oh, what is that? We watched this part together. Yes, I got it. And you go, you go, dude. Look how hot Sunny is. She's in blue, dude. We never talked. We never talked blue. We talked black. Black and red. We talked red. Yeah. You like the black? Hey. Hey. We like the blue. We love the blue, man. It's such a. It's more of a. It's a little softer of a color, but uh, like, like really nice. and It's not so in. Not in, your face. in your face, but she looks yeah. really, really good here. I would agree. I always thought that for her specifically, red was the color. She was less in our face, but I wanted to be more in her face, mm. if that makes sense. No, I understand completely. I'm like ejaculate. No, understood. Yes. On her face. Yeah. No, okay. yeah. But I got it. Maybe the, our oh, listeners yeah, I just didn't. I explain it to, to you listeners at home. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Shortly after that. <laughs> Karate Fighters. Oh, yeah. So we go in, and this is now the semifinals. Yes. We know and that. I'm hoping that this is a good match because the last one, I God, I don't know if I was just in the mood, but I, 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 I'm hating it. <laughs> you just said you're a sore loser. It's okay. Uh, you know, you person's out. You're less invested. That's just how sports works. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. Speaking of, Cam Newton's back. <laughs> you watch football again. Um, but semifinals: Sonny versus Sable. Yes. And the other side is Sid versus Mister Perfect. So, kind of got the. It's going to be a guy versus girl. It's going to be a guy versus girl championship. But this one is going to be Sonny versus Sable. And Sonny ends up winning, and that's I'm like, dude, she's right. definitely she, she's taking shit, it all the way to the top. Shit, they're taking it to the top. But then there's like a review, like a challenge. I don't know if it's a coach's challenge. If the wild man Mark Mira threw in threw in the red flag, a red flag, but it was under two minutes. That's yeah, my thing. If it's under booth, two maybe minutes, the booth called it in. Then maybe oh, okay, they, they took the review to New York and yeah, they watched they to New the York. Pitch. But the tape shows clearly that Sonny put gum 
on the bottom of her karate fighter's foot to keep him stuck there longer. Such a 90s thing, dude. There's like this big, bigly chew <laughs> thing of bubble yeah. gum. Yeah, and at this point, I'm like, well, this is dumb. Is this... This seems a little set up, okay? And it's kind of ruining the spontaneity of it for me. Like, I thought this was a legit competition, but it's scripted. Like, with predetermined winners. And then, and what, what, this isn't even real. I Dude. don't even, I don't even get what this is about now. Did we talk about this on the last podcast or just earlier off air or Sonny is like, I was true to myself that entire time, <laughs> except for like the karate yeah. fighters. Like, <laughs> that was all acting. Yeah. That's, so now I got this, you know, I don't know. I still picked Sid. But if this is kayfabe, which I didn't anticipate, I just thought they'd yeah. let whoever win. Why not? You know what I mean? I mean, like, I, guess the, I guess the whole hillbilly remark with uh, Mr. Perfect and, and it was That was good. But, <laughs> I mean, you could cheat the first round. Yeah. Maybe Phineas didn't know how to do it. And they're like, well. Or maybe that was genuine. That was genuine. And then they switched to kayfabe now. It seemed very genuine to me. It did. And maybe just Sonny and Sable are are worse actors here. But either way, Sable is now moving to the championship because Sonny is disqualified. I've got a weird weird suspicion that Sable might win this thing now. You think? I... I, mean, I still, I I still got whoever's going to win isn't who. Who's the other one? But Psycho Citizen. Mr. Perfect. But if they have, you got to look at it like this: if it's kayfabe, they're not going to have Sid win the championship and the Karate Fighter. Sure, if that just is too much for one person. And then also, if it's kayfabe, it makes sense to have Mr. Perfect versus Sable, and Sable beat him in the championship. Wait, why Sable beat him? Because he took the title from Wildman. Oh, yeah. I mean, if Sable literally isn't doing anything, like, why not push her up on this tournament? I get that. But also, like, Mr. Yeah, Perfect like isn't kind of doing now, anything like, either. If she wins this thing, and they're, then they're going to say, uh, walk into the ring, wild man Mark Miro, and the karate fighters oh, 100%. Holiday, 100%. <laughs> but they can also see it, say it about, like, Mr. Perfect. He's so perfect, he won the karate fighters. <laughs> you know what I mean? It can go either right, way. He runs his perfect persona if he loses. Because that's not perfect. Yeah, I hope it's not foul play. I hope it's. I just want a clean match. Clean match. match. Big clean match guy. So hey, we're in the semifinals. Probably next week will be the other one, and then the week after the championship, right before we get to in your house. That's huge. Now here's a fellow we haven't seen in a while. The SS himself, Salvatore Sancier. What's the matter with you? Versus. Rocky Maivia. Before we get too far, though, Salvatore Sincere's on the mic at the beginning of this match. Is that right? Yeah, and he's saying, no, oh, Salvatore Sincere, so happy to see all of my friends. And speaking of, Salvatore Sincere sent us these uh, seltzers or hard Italian sodas that we're currently drinking. Bravazzi. We've got some great flavors here. Blood Orange, Clementina, mm-hmm. Lemonita, and what's the other one? Grapefruit. Grapefruit, yeah. Nothing. What is your favorite? Here. I like this Blood Orange, blood but oranges. I'm also kind of into the Clementina. I haven't, I haven't had Clementina it. yet. So that's my next flavor. That is mine But it's got well. like, it's so, guys, it's a hard seltzer, basically, uh, but it is a little better. Like, it's a little more flavorful. I feel like there's probably more calories. I'm not getting that, like... Good. And I like seltzers, but I'm not getting that like hard carbonation. Right. I'm getting a very softer one. 
And it could be the COVID. I, I, I can't taste. Like, it literally tastes like... Like, these are all flavors you would find in a Fresca. Yes. And it just tastes yes. like a Fresca. Well, it does, though. You can taste it, though, right? You taste, like... I the, taste the flavors, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So you like, can taste. Yeah. But I feel like Fresca, it is grapefruit. Stop blaming COVID it's, for all your problems. Yeah. It's time to give it up. Like, dude, you laid yourself off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I had COVID. It was tough. Yeah. Oh, you, well, you know. Months ago. <laughs> you know, man. Politics, though. Yeah. So, what do you think of this match? Two great guys. This is a cool match. We love Salvatore Sincere. And we're Since huge on the you. Rocky Maivia. Yeah, well, was very impressive. And Survivor I, you know, Series. I noticed, too, even on Survivor Series... JR's like, this guy's going to be a huge star. Everybody realizes it already. And I understand that we know now that he is like the biggest star in the history of wrestling. Yeah. But like how they just knew that back then. That he just had it. He had more than five moves. Yeah, he was doing a lot. He was doing, none of the moves he does here. The moves he does. When no, he, he is still a little electrifying. I mean, he's not, you know, that that guy but i feel like these guys have seen wrestlers come and go there's not that much inventory right now of good wrestlers so when they see somebody like i mean when you saw stone cold come in you know he was an assassin he was doing all the right things and then he got on the mic and started doing shit himself he always had um who was his manager before that um ted dibiase doing like most of the talking, and I feel like maybe once he kind of got, you know, that freedom and his wing spread, and he was awesome on the mic, they're like, holy shit, we have a star. I feel like once you kind of see that a couple times, you kind of just know it when you see it. I feel like that's yeah. how they... Yeah, I mean, they're professionals, but yeah, he's got it, and he's great. Salvatore Sincere is still good, too. I'm impressed with his work, and I always am like, I know he has such a cheesy character, and racist character, but like he should have made more more waves. I agree, but he's good. Match he's good in the bed and is, good yeah. chemistry with these guys. They seem like yeah. uh, they've been like practicing beforehand. Uh, the Rock ends up doing the shoulder breaker for the win, as he did it during Survivor here. Series. Yeah, and I don't know if you subtly saw they they kind of set it up where he uh, Salvatore Sincere goes to like kind of hit the Rock in the corner and he. Hits his elbow into the steel turn bo- or the ring post. Now his shoulders weakened. Boom, shoulder breaker, and it's over. Oh, I didn't See, put those it's together. It's all storytelling. I here. thought that like he the rock banged his elbow, took his <laughs> pad off, threw it in the stands. <laughs> like that would be hmm, ridiculous, dude. What that seems that? like the people's elbow. After this, we still have Sonny on commentary, and most of the time she's talking about how hot the rock is, and I believe. Uh, the king says that he looks like a pineapple because he kind of has that. Calls him a pineapple head. Yeah. 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 Very mature king. But she wants to rock so hard. 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 Yeah, like she, rock hard. She's rock hard right now for the rock. I, 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 you can kind of yeah. see the humidity. You can hear building. it during the commentary. And then after when the rock wins, she is like stands up and just like staring yeah. at him. And, and like it's so genuine. A puddle under where she's standing. Yes. And I have to ask, did The Rock bang her? I kind of think The Rock had to have banged her. Right? I mean, why wouldn't he, first of all, at that point? He doesn't know any better. He's like 23. I don't know. 24. Sure. What, let me ask you this. 
You're Rocky Maivia. Would you bang her? Uh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Shawn Michaels banged her. You want to be Shawn Michaels? Ask my brother 100%. And Skips. Shawn Skips. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Where's he been, by the way? Where have Skip and Zip been? That is a great fucking question. I don't, I don't have that answer. I mean, what was Chris doing? Is is when does this whole thing with her like really go off the rails? Like, where's the timeline after that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to dig a little deeper. Maybe we'll reach out to her, send her a letter in the hospital. Yeah, because I remember reading that article with Chris Candido's brother that was like. I feel like, well, how how long does Sonny ride this thing for? Her? I feel like Sable gets momentum. Maybe Sable it's the Karate Fighters longer. thing that gets her momentum. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, Sable lasts longer. True. Uh, and and I don't remember Sonny when I started watching in '98. So she seems sober year. when she comes out. I will say that, right? Well, I mean, always she's said, a little loud, they but said that she was she is always professional when she had to do her stuff, and then. Afterwards, she just gets someone out really hard. Oh, I thought there were, maybe there was just maybe a handful of times where she was maybe maybe it gets to that point and that's where she you know kind of loses her job. Yeah, but we will see. We've got the technology. Yeah, I I thought it was also fitting that uh, you know Rocky Maivia was wearing blue, Sonny was wearing blue. Yeah, we, I I thought that too. Like maybe they're setting this up. Where she knew he'd be wearing blue, so because she she's nor I mean she's got Farouk that she's managing allegedly. Maybe there's not, not really a contract. And, I think they separate. Well, there was discuss if they were still under contract, yeah. and she what didn't kind of answer. Contract that they signed like a one month contract. I it's think like it was a, in the boiler room, so anything uh, could have oh, happened. Yeah, anything goes there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where was where Sabu at at this time? To make sense of all this. <laughs> we need to hear from Sabu. We can get him on the podcast, I'm sure. Oh, I'll start following him on Twitter and posting stuff on Yeah, a couple likes him. later. And uh, we're singing Good Night and God Bless in <laughs> Israeli or where? What is he? What is Sabu? I think he's I'll, from I'll Iran. I'll have Klaus look it up. But yeah, well, then he could be like the Sultan. He might know the Sultan. Or, uh, I think he's from Iran or Iraq. And Iran. Staten Island, New York. Oh. <laughs> Basically <laughs> Iraq right now. God, you see how many Trump flags are out there? <laughs> yeah. That's where he's it, No, he's Island. from somewhere else. No, Staten Island, right? New York. It's where he's born. December 12th, 1964. Staten oh, Island, New York. Well, fuck my. Uh, that seems His racist. full name is Terry Michael Brunk. Oh, that's the Staten Island name. <laughs> Terry! Terry! What's the matter, you? Mark Marrow, we get to see, versus uh, Billy Gunn. And this is going to be the main event. Billy Gunn main eventing without Can I add it a little bit a little bit better? Let's throw uh, Hunter Hearst Helms on commentary. Oh, I do like that. I do like seeing Triple H on commentary. I kind of see here, too... Like, I know he's still got this aristocrat kind of personality, but you see him. He's, he's not in really a suit. talking like he used to talk. He's talking more like Triple H here. Yeah. A little more proper Triple H. He's building into his new character, I think. Um, and they're not paying as close attention to the Hunter Hearst Helmsley kind of character. Yeah, he's uh, uh, like what you said about Vince with the thesaurus. He's yeah. not coming out there and like, you know, trying to... F- fit these words into a sentence. He did. He definitely did. 
Can't just say big nose. Can't. Not with an aristocrat like himself. <laughs> uh, we get to see the marrow salt almost immediately in this match, and he turns it into, I mean, what, what else? else but a great roll-up, you know? Yeah, he kind of lands at 69 position perfectly. Dude, it's it's epic. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, if Billy Gunn were more flamboyant at this time, he might have... He might have uh, made some made some moves. You gotta ask, John. Yeah, thumb up the ass. You gotta ask. <laughs> so this was I thought it was gonna be quick, but this is like the closest two count I've seen in a, a, like a regular raw match like this, and a lot of back and forth. Mero is you know showing his stuff per usual, and then we get a famouser out of nowhere. Yeah, he kind of lands that as like a recovery move. It's not a finisher. Yeah, it's not. It's, like no a, it's a production. counter move. Yeah. yeah, he just lands it and he and no pin for a bit. No pin, not even close. He's just like first move he landed in a while, uh, but yeah, it does it does get do the job for him at the time. Yeah, he does uh, get majority of the offense here, and then Billy Gunn goes on the top rope. Uh, Mero desperately hits the uh, or top turnbuckle. Mero desperately hits the rope. Which knocks Billy Gunn kind of down onto his nuts, and it is mentioned for in your house coming up. Uh, Triple H will be va- versing Mark Merrill for the Intercontinental Championship. That's big, big the rematch. Finally, well, we won't get into predictions, but real quick, what do you think? Triple H gonna win. You think? Oh, hundred percent. I think so too. Triple H. Speaking of Hunter Hearst. Uh, leaves the announcing table and goes to maybe have a little word with Sable. Ooh, and we get into the backstory between these two a little more, which we kind of started this podcast right in the middle of, and we heard it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But really, trip the way they wrote this in, Triple H brought uh, Sable into the WWF uh, as just one of his women. So that is said he really, picked her off the street right, that is really how it happened he brings her in she meets Miro here at kayfabe even though i think they're married at the time and that's kind of where this whole sunny uh, character develops and where she comes from and he does get into a whole big thing here about how you know she still has one of his cars a bmw because that's BMW. the only one she knows how to spell yeah. Yeah. that's what that king said there. We haven't had a line of the night in a while. Yeah, might as well make it the line of the night. Yeah, that's a good joke. Yeah, because the BMW is already the name, but it's also spelling. Yeah. So that's why she could spell it. Do you know what BMW stands for? Black man's wiener. That's right. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson told me that one. I know. <laughs> I saw the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so Triple H comes up to Sable and she's kind of backing up and Meryl has majority of the momentum in this match and then stops and sees this and then Billy Gunn hits Meryl out of the ring and there's a lot of commotion they're back into the ring and it ends up they're ringing the bell it is a DQ because Triple H is involved so Wing goes to Mark Meryl while Billy Gunn is basically holding Miro down and Triple H is taking shots at him. Yep, and uh, then you get some two-on-one, some hot two-on-one action. Yeah, but maybe two-on-two? Who comes out to help Mark yeah, Miro? None other than our boy Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes, and Vince goes, uh, Vince goes, 
Jake the Snake, where did he come from? And <laughs> King goes, from a bar. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be that's, my, that's my one. That's a good yeah. one. But, yeah, we got a new kind of rivalry going on, and, and they kind of get the upper hand, get uh, Triple H and Billy Gunn out of the ring, which is also kind of a, a preview of some DX action from a couple years down the road. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I didn't even put that yeah. together. And I'm like, oh, it's interesting that Billy Gunn's helping him. Bike. But, you know, right? he's an ass man. He's an ass man. He loves to hug him. Loves to kiss him. He loves to squeeze him. Loves to suck him. <laughs> he loves to fuck him. <laughs> he loves to thumb him. Thumb him. Just, just thumb him, though. He yeah. likes to overthumb them. Yeah, so I think Vince mentions... Oh, we might. They might even want to have a tag match next week. So, little tease for next week's Raw: Jake the Snake and Miro versus Billy Gunn and Triple H. We can be seeing that. I don't yeah. know if it's official or not. We'll have to talk to Grill Monsoon. Before. Well, he said it. If Jr. said it, I'd be a little bit, a little bit yeah, worried. I'm a little but... more skeptical on that one. Yeah. Um. We have two more until the in your house. Is that right? Should we go do another one? I yeah. mean, is it still early? I don't even know what time it is. 9.51? Hell yeah. Yeah, let's do it. We're usually not done till 3 in the morning on some of these. So, uh, we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that is episode 34, guys. Good night. And God bless wrestling.